fun is good to find dolls to find dudes. Um, so I'm gonna try to make this short. I don't really. I think it, I would do it more justice if I keep it short, sweet, and to the point. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna title it something along the lines of, you know, which is better. Um, the and I I hate to to say the phrase, but here's the thing. So abort black men or the school of thought that, you know, all our sons are royal sons. And I want to kind of address, I think it's kind of one of the, there's two questions in and all. The thing is, when I, I listen to people who consider themselves to be divestors, they want you to have it like 100% their way, right? And um, kind of reminds me of like, if I'm honest, Christianity, it's like, either you're all the way in or you're out. And me coming out of Christianity, I think that, and I'm not saying it's the best, I probably will get judgment for it, right? But it's like, I can take and pick and choose what I like from that, you know, and throw away, really, what I learned from spirituality, what no longer serves me, was in the twin flame uh, journey, for the most part, uh, for, for a little while, and removed myself from that you know, way of thinking, but I still appreciate certain elements about it, right? Not too familiar with everything all that's going on with the divestment uh, movement. I've never heard one person succinctly explain what it is that they believe. So you kind of have to hear bits and pieces and come to your own conclusion. And so, but one of the things I'm noticing is kind of like, oh, you can't be a divestor because you're not 100% this, that, and the third. So that does kind of bother me a little bit. That being said, too, um, I have mentioned, like, I will watch Cynthia G's content, right? Do I agree with everything? No. I have other content creators. Do I agree with everything? No. Um, And so you get to the point where how many times are you going to throw out the baby with the bathwater? Okay, but I think I've spent enough time on that. Back to the original question at hand or what's in the title Here's my take on it, right? So if you really want me to take one camp and just completely agree with everything Cynthia G is saying, log off now because I'm not. If you want me to um, be 10 toes down in the movement that says these are our royal sons, you know, all of them are royal sons, it's the audacity for me. I'm, you, you know, you've heard from my content, definitely not in that, in that um, camp either. Here's where I stand, right? And, and when you look at it, I think this way, it's going to make sense. And it, uh, I look at it from several level, from several standpoints. And you need to celebrate where you fit in, because I'll put it this way. So I'm Virgo rising. Virgo is representative of the digestive system of the body, right? So that's one of the first places you're going to figure out if what you're eating or what you're consuming makes sense, right? We digest, um, it has to do with analyzing, digesting, picking apart, taking what's nutrient and flushing out the, the crap, literally, right? And so if you look at the body and how all of us are thinking, right, you have different people who are the brain, some people who are the action, some people who um, are the muscle behind what we do in, in the collective, right? So me analyzing it, I can tell you that in the black community being the body, some of the behaviors have have 
become toxic, right? When you when you talk about becoming healthy, I've been talking a little bit about my journey and eating healthier, eating cleaner, being fit, and even like drinking uh, alkaline water. And the whole idea of that is to get your body as pH balanced as possible. And the opposite of pH is acidity, right? A lot of the times when we have dis-ease is because there's toxicity, right? Acid, acidicity, right? A lot of acid. And over a period of time, that inflammation and low vibrational energy turns into <clears throat> cancer. And when you think about how you deal with cancer, there are a lot of ways <clears throat> to deal with it. And if, you know, if, that's when you start to realize just how extreme both of the the um, options are, right? You know, you have one person saying, <clears throat> you know, let's say you have um, cancer in one of your hands, right? So the solution is, oh, snap, got cancer in my hand. Let me just lop off my, my, let's just say your left hand, right? Now you don't have a left hand. It's painful. It is quick. It's immediate. But guess what? You're not going to have cancer in that, in that left hand, but you're also not going to have the use and facilities of that left hand. Um, and, but you will have saved the rest of the body right? So there's something to be said about that. You probably would have to get, you know, that wound treated, which is another extension of time. But for the most part, you don't have, you can heal from the arm being cut off. People lose their arms and body limbs and other parts and through accidents, right? So you, you can at least have a better quality of life. Now, the other camp and the other extreme, which I think is equally as unhealthy, is for you to say, oh, um, I don't like that you're telling me, you know, it's like going to the doctor and it's he's diagnosing you. These are the symptoms. You have fatigue, dizziness, pain, um, low blood circulation, your body's toxic. With that comes other things like it's going to affect your blood pressure, your blood sugar levels. Um, and again, pretty sure you're, you're, you're going to be really acidic, right? Toxic. And you go to the doctor you, and you, you're probably going to go because you're not feeling good, right? It's not like you are just running through some fields with purple lavender flowers because you feel great. You know that something's wrong, right? Usually there's an indicator or there's even a growth, right? And so what's happening is to some extent, some people are seeing this huge cancerous growth on their on their hand. And it's kind of like, well, my right hand is fine. My head is fine. My neck is fine. You know, my my stomach is fine. I can walk fine. I still get up to work every day. So I'm just going to ignore it. Right. And or some of you might go to the doctor and they might say, oh, OK, yeah, that's you know, that's, that's cancerous. And your thing is like, well, I don't really think we should have to address it. The rest of my body is in superb health um, when really it's not. And so over time, if you don't address that cancer, just like with everything else, you know, if we don't address that there are bad apples in our body that we have to address, we have 
to address this. There's no other way around it. It really would serve the greater good, you know. But if we try to to walk around and and say, you know, and and so then that's where you get into these um conversations where it's kind of like, um, well, not all black men are like that, right? It's a problem. You can say the same thing about black women, right? Um, unfortunately, like yesterday, I came across some that one that shot her daughter's grandmother from the from the father's side, you know, um, never had custody of the child, never, you know, engaged with the, the child the whole time. And then all of a sudden just decided she just want to snatch the daughter up, you know, did shot the grandmother in front of her um, <laughs> in front of her three year old child. Right. And so, yeah. You know, this is the thing. <clears throat> and I've been kind of incorporating this approach to other areas in my life. If if you if cuz what ends up happening is like, well, you just mostly talk about black men. Well, the black men are the leaders in the com- of the community. They're the black they're the leaders of all communities. Now, whether it's failed or not, that's a whole other story. <clears throat> but um if you're going to, my thing is this, don't start to give me excuses for other things to ignore, you know, because then, then you're going to tell me I'm diagnosed with, with pain in my right hand and, uh, resulting in cancer. And then it's like, well, you have pain in your right hand, in, in your left hand too. If you have pain in both areas, address it, right? I don't think, you know, I want to make sure that I am clear across the board are there um and this is where it starts to get remedial and i'm gonna this is probably a little bit longer but i think you've gotten the point then that what i'm trying to say some of you are going to say well black women this that and the third too then you start to get into percentages right address it right by all means address all of the disease in your body Become more pH balanced. That means you have to change your whole lifestyle, the way that we do things, but we have to address it. And then the other thing, too, is the percentages, right? It's like pain in one hand and cancer in the other. Address both, but which one do you think is more important? And I think that when you start to say, well, black women is in the third, and we're looking at percentages where, or stats where it's every 4.8 hours, someone in the black community is getting taken out, majority women. They haven't even put out stats on how much, you know, black on black crime is is just through the roof and it's global. Chirac, you don't want to be in Chirac. Blackistan, you don't want to be there. Los Angeles, you're likely to be toe tagged by someone who looks just like you. You know what I'm saying? Um, Africa, same stuff too. You know what I'm saying? And so I don't think putting your head in the sand is going to help you either. I completely understand, you know, you wanting to have some pride about yourself, you know, and trying to figure out where you fit in the collective and trying to believe in, um, you know, every every race. We talk a lot a lot about white superior, you know, people think that they're white superior and you end up seeing that in some cases they well, that they have their inferiorities, too. <laughs> you you do not want to come across a stanky, unwashed, no teeth having, no ten- dental hygiene having, redneck, who can't read, illiterate, uh, meth head, crack head, 
you know what I'm saying? <laughs> who thinks he's inferior? Who thinks he's superior? Thinks he has a high IQ? Um, I was watching. Um, I- I'm gonna <sighs> let me leave that alone. But yeah, that's my point. Uh, that's that's where I stand at this point. Um, if if you, I hope that that imagery helps us to look at how we can address it. And I think that I just have to um, try to save myself in many ways is what it's coming down to also. Um, And when we were reading from the book, The Science of How, uh, The Science of Getting Rich by Dr. Wallace Waddles, at the end of the day, the best thing you can do is try to save yourself. You know, um, I think the other author who also mentioned that was um, Steve Siebold right? Um, how rich people think at some point you realize that you have to just try to save yourself. And the reason I say that is because I have to do what works for me, right? So if that means I have to take the best of certain movements and say, Hey, this is a problem. Um, I'm not going to be around this type of environment and, um, remove myself then that's the best that I the best that I can do is self-preservation and I understand that not everybody's going to agree with everything definitely think that there's so many angles to it um and when I say at this point all I can do is just save myself in the sense of like um as long as I, I don't become a burden to society and I'm not dependent on on anyone and um address you know, what I see in my life type of a thing, you know, then that's, that's the most I can, I can hope for. And I think (sighs) it gets a little bit frustrating too, because like, uh, just last night I was looking through my content to just kind of see what I'm leaning towards. And if I'm really on track with musings of a divine feminine type of thing, content and, um, I think it's easy to get sucked down these into these types of conversations. Um, they're not the most pleasant conversations. Um, I don't know how much longer as a collective we can. Because in both situations, the, it's not being addressed, right? <clears throat> it's one of those things where... At the end of the day, it's not being addressed. It's like you go to the doctor, you see the the symptoms, you're feeling the symptoms, you go to the doctor, they diagnose you, and you get different diagnoses, and you just sit on your hands, you know, for three months, six months, a year, two years, a hundred years, you know, 400 years, and don't address it. it. It's just as bad, right? And... I wish I had better answers and solutions. Um, I think about, you know, how much more can I um, move the conversation forward? You know, I have kind of hinted at this over time that it does really feel like I'm tired. I remember um, earlier this year what it felt like to allow myself to just burn the cape 
and just sit back and reflect and kind of just tell myself, you know what, let the men in the community handle it. It's going to take other men addressing this. And I think that um, I've seen this too. It's one of those things where hmm, if you started, well, and, and, and so, but this is the irony of it all. It's like um, the black on black crime rates are just through the roof. And so with that in bundles in those bundled in that are other men in society, uh, the other black men, right? And so it's like, whether it's a failed patriarchy or not, they're still the leaders. They still need to, you know, set rules amongst themselves in terms of what is on code and what is not on code and G-check each other. Because at least I think when I look at, think of the other systems, the, one of the, uh, one of the other cultures, <laughs> y'all, it is six o'clock in the morning. I am well rested, obviously, right? And woke up with this on my mind. Um, but I think that, at least in my little humble opinion, I think that one of the difference between like the black culture and other cultures is the men in the other societies. Yeah, they have their uh their their atrocities, you know. Um, and so I see a lot of the things that happen in our culture happening in other cultures, like the setting the women on fire, the macho, macho uh, male chauvinism, you know, um, the abuse the um mistreatment the subjugation but i think that one of the reasons the other one other cultures are able to to get a little bit further ahead is because the the men in their society will still have some type of um law enforcement where they say you know they have their pride it is to the point where mm, is that the best example probably not but um the dominating system, you know, that's run by white people, you know, they are the ones who will, I would say, chin check, G check other people for fraud, for, you know, I don't want to get into those messy words, but like for R, for theft, burglary, right? Um, are they, will they slap the wrist of the people in their society? Yeah. But you kind of have some code where it's kind of like, okay, you really done crossed the line now. This is These are the consequences, right? And you can even see it like when you think about what happens in Mexico, you know, and when they incarcerate their people or when you're like in um, other, you do not want to be in prison in other places around the world, right? So there's some type of level of government. So there's some type of governance amongst themselves and um, the men in those c communities um, have infrastructures for things to develop, right? Some a little bit slower than others. Um, I don't know. And it's one of those things I try to just maybe even shy away from it because then I think about places like Colombia, Argentina, Brazil, you know, Korea, China, uh, with not maybe necessarily the best infrastructures, but, but I think that in our community, the prevalent culture is that 
what is prevalent in the culture is that we collectively don't want to hold each other accountable. And I think that we're also at a point where like even our the people that we count on to protect us, like the um, politicians, they don't they do not serve us at all. You know, one of the things that came to us kind of like, well, how come we just don't get politicians, you know, that we can appoint people to advocate for as well. That's exactly how we ended up with the CBC and the NAACP. And, you know, um, I've even seen it in my little lifetime where, you know, go to these. um, um, They're like uh, black networking types of things. And then I would see what the leaders would do. And it was just kind of like, I can't believe it. They're not even really advocating for us, even at this level. Like one of the the chapters I was in, one of the business chap black business chapters I was in. Um, the lady decided to go to a <laughs> to a Mexican restaurant, and she's like, "Well, I used to go to this other restaurant. It was a black person, but I just wasn't, you know." And I and I get it. Uh, she wasn't happy apparently with the service, and so now you were having you know, the black chapter meetings in a Mexican place. And she was just kind of almost licking her butt type of a thing. And it's like, okay, we're funneling money out of that community. We couldn't have found another, you know, black restaurant, black owned restaurant to support, like out of the whole county um, type of a thing. And another one that had me appalled too, was just kind of like the same thing too. They would have other, um, like, it's just like, you know, you start to realize that at some point, I think I've I've articulated what I think, you know, using the best imagery I can at this point in time, you know, and I understand why some people might feel like you should be 10 toes down with whatever you are. If you're a Christian, be 100%. And I heard that a lot in Christianity. It's like, you can't take a little bit of Buddhism, a little bit of, um, I don't know, what are the other religions, you know, you can't take um, Christianity and being like a Baptist and Jehovah's Witness and, and Catholicism and, and you can't take bits and pieces from that. You have to be 10 toes down. And that's why I use the word Orthodox, right? We grew up in an Orthodox religion. So, but um, coming out of that, that's where I think I can take what's good and bad from everything that I hear. Right. And so I said that part. And I also think that we have to address it. But it's one of those things where all I can do is at some point start to sit this out. I I start to think because I I was even thinking about um, I'm definitely reflecting a lot. Uh, Is me adding my voice to this really contributing um, to the outcome? You know, and it can feel hopeless so the best thing I can do is make sure I'm taken care of get myself situated and then take care of my like I said my niece and my god kids you know and that's the best contribution I can do and I do low-key feel like it's up to the black men to do what they need to I'm not saying that black women should just sit it like not um self-preserve right they need to figure that out and but in the meantime, I think that for black women, you, you continue to um, self-preserve and 
you know, kind of move around some of these obstacles. But at the same time, if you're in a capacity to make decisions for yourself, then address the cancer, I think, in your life. Like, don't contribute to, you know, we talk about, well, what causes cancer? You know, it could be like unhealthy lifestyle, um, you know, radiation. Um, and so if you start, it is almost kind of like a divestor talking point because it's kind of like, well, you start to eliminate the sugars, the processed foods, you start to drink um, water and exercise more. So your lifestyle changes and you move away from the old way of doing things and you change yourself type of a thing. But I don't know. I think 